Welcome to this edition of This is Design Intelligence, conversations with leadership voices in the built environment. This edition is sponsored by the Tricord Group, leading successful relationship constructs for over 25 years, and Vim, helping the architecture and design disciplines design, deliver, and operate better buildings for a better world. Greetings, I'm Dave Gilmore, and this is Design Intelligence. Well, over the last few weeks, we've had an opportunity to talk to several professionals and leaders from around the world to get their perspective on what's been altered coming out of this COVID-19 pandemic and how it's affected their practices, their everyday life. We asked them to contemplate the following questions. What lessons did you observe and adopt coming through the pandemic regarding the built environment industry, your practice, and your society? What do you predict to be the permanent changes in your region, in your industry, in your practice, and maybe in your life that will be adopted in the post-pandemic world? And thirdly, at Design Intelligence, we hold that equity, healthiness, and the environment are inextricably linked. How do you, as a planner or architect, an engineer or constructor, functionally apply such thinking to the work of the built environment industry moving forward? We recorded these conversations over a period of weeks, and so instead of me being able to have a direct conversation one-on-one -on -one like we usually do, you're going to hear a series of pre-recorded responses to these from these folks. They're rich, they're meaningful. I hope you'll take the time to listen. We had an opportunity to speak with Gaurav Chopra. Gaurav is the managing director of 5D, a design technology firm that reimagines how people engage with the entire value chain of design. An interest in construction and passion for drawing led Gaurav to pursue a degree in architecture, where he holds a couple of degrees. Prior to founding 5D, Gaurav led the India operations of HKS for over 13 years, helping expand the firm's global footprint in the country. Let's hear some of his thoughts on these important topics. We witnessed early on at the onset of COVID-19 pandemic how the industry came together to offer tactical assistance, but in, quite frankly, in a very reactive mode. We in India were obviously hit very hard especially during those 21 days of complete lockdown when people could not go to offices, restaurants, schools, or even hospitals. We weren't prepared. It hardly gave us time to think. And that's when we realized what was earlier seen as a trend in the world of digitalization of AEC was to come up to our rescue. Two things became very clear early on. One, we got to adopt a change in the mindset and learn that being nimble and prepared would be the name of the game going forward. What was earlier classified as trends in the design technology are now normalized and will help the industry to adjust to the disruptions caused by the pandemic. And two, become better prepared to meet the pressing demands of the future, especially around public health, um, environmental health and issues around infrastructure. Speaking for India in the first wave, we were very quick to respond and rather quick to adopt. India is not new to the idea of sustainable living, but never before we talked about air changes like we did coming out of the first wave of the pandemic. Users in just about every type of inhabited space now talk about air changes and air quality, where health has become a priority. 
my room and my space became important, especially when larger part of our demographic in our major cities around the country are inhabiting in apartments and other forms of multifamily housing. This obviously would lead to clever design interventions where multiple family members can coexist in limited spaces. Anything touchless saw a solid uptick in demand and screen, be it an LED screen for video conference or in the form of Plexi, got quick adoption in letting people come together, even though with a glass barrier in between. That change in mindset seemed very difficult at first, at that time and at that moment, but now in the hindsight, it looked like the easy part. It's the present which is now more difficult. The second most important lesson that we learned was from declaring our victory too early too soon, as you can see now. Now we are witnessing through the second wave of this pandemic, we spent the last 15 months in much of thinking and less of intentional execution. So now when the public is gasping for breath literally, we realize that no amount of development and infrastructure can substitute for a country's health and the health of its people. Everything is now being looked at from readiness of our facilities to supply chains that we are often oblivious to. Uh, the first challenge was how to make people adapt to this decentralization of workspaces, things like, uh, like team structures, increased productivity when everyone was talking about Zoom fatigue. Like, I mean, just look around uh, towards the adoption of like online education. I mean, like social skills among our young children, especially the ones in kindergarten for whom school meant looking at a bunch of other kids on a screen and learning their first alphabet on a tablet was something like very wondrous to watch. Uh, when we look at health, telemedicine and home health care, it's an amazing transformation what we witnessed, especially in India, where everything from COVID tests, online results, contact tracing apps, uh, doctor on call, and to a great extent that the health systems offering to convert your home bedroom into an ICU made it seem like they knew how to solve the problem. We thought we nailed it, at least for the time being. What was interesting to observe was the countless debates on webinar universities where we all debated, like, is it this or is it that which is better? Or perhaps the answer lies somewhere in between. And now the question is, what happens when we come back closer to a pre-pandemic world? Would we forget? or have we changed forever? Now, speaking about our people and workforce in our industry, geographic location of the team does not seem to matter, so not so much anymore. Like, I could give you several examples where unless you ask, you wouldn't know the location of your colleague on the screen. But it does have a cultural impact. Several other changes, like home showings happening through virtual tours, remote monitoring of construction sites, facility management happening through remote asset tracking, Construction progress being monitored in mixed reality and through drones. This has like kind of become a mainstream. While we do understand how to put together a building is important, but knowing how it performs using IoT, data, flow of information has also become equally important. So this does trickle down to industry keeping its skill set relevant to the present that has changed right in front of our eyes before we could even blink. Uh, there will be permanent changes, especially how we engage with our built environment, and this change will come from bottom-up as compared to some other countries where it is actually the other way around. And the outlook, while uncertain to a large extent, may benefit from growing realization that investments in infrastructure can be one of the most effective ways to boost our economy, and that's already hit hard. But for that, first and foremost, we will have to account for safety and well-being of our people who build it which in the case of India is largely the migrant labor from across the country.
The fear of complete lockdown had sparked another wave of reverse migration of workers returning to their native places from cities that have reported a sharp increase in cases of COVID-19. For AEC, which was already under stress before the pandemic and had a kind of dwindling output, the second wave and the resultant migration had indeed been a harsh blow. While this is an alarming situation in itself, on one hand, uh, real estate experts or friends of ours that I have spoken to, they still remain optimistic unless the conditions worsen and the economy goes like, you know, in a complete lockdown. But after all, we will think that we are a resilient country. It does seem to me that the current scenario will not affect the large sum of medium-sized or developers uh, or large-sized developers as they are taking necessary precautions at their job sites. However, I think this may, to an extent, affect the small developers and the redevelopment projects as they do not have enough spaces for the labor camps. Now, in order to comply with the standard operating procedures stipulated by the state governments, these developers will be taking care of basics such as like food, shelter, the very primary healthcare requirements of their workers. However, I do feel for them, the concerns are more economic driven rather than health alone. That's what I think. In parallel to that, I think uh, we are not to forget the teams that enable putting together those projects. I mean, like teams of designers, consultants who are engaged during the like sort of pre-construction stages. While the AC industry does show increased optimism, but one of the hardest hit areas, uh, which is one of the top industry's top challenges, is retention and recruitment. While without a doubt, the firms remain steady on their ability to provide high quality service and response to their clients and their ability to finish the backlog projects on time. But I do think that COVID-19 will impact business development, at least this year. Uh, things like internal staff maturity and training, they've obviously been hit very hard. But having said that, if you ask me whether my workplace will go back to the way it was pre-March 2020, I'd say no, but with a sense of optimism. Continuation of remote work, increased flexibility, something that's, you know, I'm sure people would agree that this valued by all employees, but particularly the younger generation and those with caretaking responsibilities at home. One can work remotely and effectively without having to commute three to four hours daily, which is very common in a city like Delhi, Mumbai, or Bangalore. I think that that will be a welcome change, and I do feel that will be a permanent change. Another change that we see is occurring that pandemic has less led us to ask the question or ask, you know, or led us to question the old desire to be in the proximity of already burdened large urban cities. This whole new phenomenon like work from home will be the most likely permanent change that will have significant impact on the residential real estate, at least in India. Uh, the high cost of land, which was already there, uh, that uh, drove up the cost of housing and had put tremendous pressure on our cities that were already burdened. Now, if you ask me, it's quite the opposite trend. The apartment rentals in these cities have come down, and especially in these past few months, like significantly. Whereas on contrary, the real estate values in tier two towns have gone up, a trend which we are witnessing in many suburban areas, I would say worldwide. I find it interesting to see a sudden uptick in demand for mixed use or commercial sectors, which is probably good for those areas. 
another option in this new workspace that has enabled us to hire outside of the usual geographic area. For example, we are now hiring candidates which who might not have otherwise even been considered due to either a need or a preference of a particular geographic location, if you will. So these effects are huge, and but it, see, it does seem like that we won't see the outcomes for another few months or at least another year. So I do hope, if you ask me, that the firms will continue to embrace this work-from-home concept or flex work complex as it represents a solution to a long-standing top challenge, like how to recruit and retain the best and the brightest minds in an industry that is so vital for our society. Equity and inclusion have become, you know, a kind of a virtuous part within the thought leaders and co-creators of our society. Uh, one thing which, which we have learned in, you know, quite frankly, a politically divided world is how people have come together as pillars built on the notion of sustainability, wellness, and especially in India, pluralism. Like I mentioned earlier, India has a solid track record where people drive the change from bottom up. Without a doubt, you will see a strong desire to challenge the status quo by prioritizing our investments in built environment in areas where it matters the most, as opposed to those that are mere symbolic. At least that's how we see it. We do think that crisis would lead to instincts for survival and then perhaps innovation followed by transformation. Uh, there will be recovery of AC. It's inevitable. The global demands for physical space will not relent. I don't think so. Uh, despite the pauses and the slowdown, when things get back to full steam, I think there may even be a backlog uh, that will need to be addressed. But thinking that we can just sit back and relax, assuming that we can just go on with business as usual, could be short-sighted. Uh, decisive actions are needed to be kept the engine of AC running and tune it up for the road ahead, especially in this part of the world. Uh, there is no way that the future demand for infrastructure can be met with legacy tools and processes. If the pandemic has pushed for further digitalization of AC, then rest assured for the long-term years, without a doubt. I think we will be, as some of our listeners who speak Hindi will understand, Atmanirbhar, or self-reliant, very soon. Insight Empowered Foresight is a tagline that we've trademarked here at Design Intelligence. I hope you heard both insight and foresight in some of these remarks. Until next time, I'm Dave Gilmore, and this is Design Intelligence. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of This Is Design Intelligence, sponsored by the Tricord Group and Vim. The producer for This Is Design Intelligence is Laura Spells, sound engineering by Jared Knabel. This has been a DI Media Group production.